Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This episode of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast is brought to you and sponsored by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario. So big thanks to them. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your dungeon master for tonight's episode of Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame, the Fighter Things Club has infiltrated Ildichester Castle to execute their plan. Divided into Team Wake Up the Dragon and Team Retrieve the Gauntlet, Sai, Geriad, and Lena face a group of possessed dwarves in the castle museum. Geriad spends the fight trying to cure his fiancée Deirdre of her possession, and eventually succeeds after knocking her completely unconscious. Team Retrieve the Gauntlet, composed of Velvet, Bree, and Lekara, all turn invisible and begin making their way secretly through the castle to get to the king's safe room. Team Wake Up the Dragon made their way to a great balcony that overlooks the city of Ildichester where they know the dragon rests. After finding it, they examine it, discover it has a weak spot along its spine, and then finally Psy casts a reduced spell to make the dragon half of its normal size. This is enough action to draw attention to themselves, triggering the king in the castle to animate the dragon. This is the signal for Team Retrieve the Gauntlet to enter the king's safe room, knowing the king is now unconscious so they can take the gauntlet off of his hand. They make their way to the room, but when they try to get the gauntlet, the room goes completely dark, and Sol Katesh herself uses all her power to appear in a shadowy form tethered to the king's body. Two groups, Two battles. Let's launch into tonight's session. Sister. Hey, 17 for Brie. It's dark in this room. The first person to go is Brie. So, Brie, you're standing at the top of this uh, balcony. And what would you like to do? You see this thing rise from the ground. It's about 20 feet in the air right now. <laughs> I think for right now, I want to try to cast Bane on it. Bane? Okay, what will that do? So, um, it needs to make a charisma th- saving throw. Oh, charisma. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What do I have to beat? Um, you have to beat a, um, let me see here. 15. That is a fail. Yes, okay. 
Um, so before the spell ends, you it has uh, it has to roll a d4 and subtract the number that it rolls from its attack roll or saving throw. Okay. So you bane this thing and it gets weakened and it f floats a few feet down from the weight of pure radiant banish, uh, bane from your spell. And it looks up at you and says, you think your purity will save you? After Bree Velvet, what would you like to do? Hey, I admire her purity, and I like give Brie a wink. <laughs> and, and I, um, I ship no, you I'm guys so hard now. Brie just shakes her head. I'm standing over this, uh, over the king's body. Um, Avery, just just by um, what I gathered uh, from what like late Lakara was saying and things like that. Uh, is it still possible to try to get that gauntlet off or is it seeming like the kind of mental tether is created by like this specter of, of the demon before us? Yeah, it's, sense. it's, um, you think hard about this and yeah, it seems more like this fucking bitch in her is tethering the gauntlet and is keeping it on. So if, uh, if you can weaken her or if they outside can weaken the dragon, then it'll help with getting the gauntlet off. Got you. Got you. Okay. Um, all right, so yeah, so I guess here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to cast. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that doesn't work. Okay, uh, fuck it. Let's uh, let's just do good old fashioned thunder wave right now. So <laughs> I, I I just especially because he she insulted Bree's purity. I go, God damn it, you don't do that. And I uh, kind of pull out my my new leer and I slide on the ground and 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 make this epic fucking power chord stance. And uh, thunder wave. That's gonna be a dirty twenty. Yeah, uh, I, for Thunder Wave, I gotta roll the saving throw, don't I? Oh shit, yes, I'm sorry you do. You have to beat a 15. She passed. Okay, cool. So you're just gonna take half damage, and I okay. cast it as a second level, so it'll be two. Um, when you use the spell two higher, increase 1d8 to the above. So I guess if you only take half and it's only 3d8, would it be like a d8 and a d4? You roll the 3d8, and then we'll divide it in two. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, okay, that is 15 divided by two, so eight, or seven, depending if you want to round up or now. She'll be taking seven. So seven? you thunder okay. wave, and it blows ever so a bit of her smoky body away, but not nearly enough. Okay, I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to give Bree some bardic inspiration. And I'm like, Bree... There are no words, baby girl. You already know. <laughs> and that's going to be my... So because I leveled up, you get to add a D10 now. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Thank you. Right on. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, no, that's that's going to be it. I think he's, uh, especially with the shirt and the new added confidence, he's going to stand with the group for like the first time in a fight ever. Nice. Cool. Yay. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, next up is Sol Katesh's smoky form out of the king's body. Now, she is going to, uh, as a bonus action, shadow stride. So since the room is so dark everywhere, uh, she steps into a shadow and instantly reappears behind Yubri. And she's going to be, after that, taking two shadow claw attacks. And ah! 24 and 19 will both hit. And you're going to be taking... 27 slashing damage. Okay. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's a 15. 
Unfortunately, that does not pass just <gasps> oh, short. No! So what that means now is as she slashes into you with her shadowy claws, it digs deeper into your skin, causing these terrible gashes, and you start to profusely bleed. You now have the condition oh. bleeding. So oh now you're going to be taking an extra 11 bleeding damage, and until you spend an action tending to your wounds by agical, either magical or mundane means, you will take 2d6 on each turn. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, That's no. its turn. After that is Lekara. So Lekara sees you standing confidently, Velvet, and she wants to fight right frickin' next to you. So she's gonna cast uh, mm -hmm. an aura. Oh, let's see here. She's gonna cast, she casts fly on you, Velvet. She Holy runs up shit. to you and she casts fly. <laughs> she can concentrate wanted. on it. Instantly, you gain a flight speed of 60 feet on your turn. <laughs> so you begin floating in the air. He flies up oh and you just God. hear him like, finally, I knew this day would come. <laughs> he feels Amazing. really powerful right now. <laughs> and uh, that's her turn. She's going to start taking her movement to run up the stairs. After that, we're back to Bree. She's standing right in front of you. What would you like to do? Okay, yeah. Um, Bree is attacking her. Um, she is casting a... She's going to cast a fourth level guiding bolt at it. All right, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, while you're rolling this, Bree, uh, mm -hmm. this monstrance, you still feel this pull, this radiant energy, and it's almost like Mistra in this dark room is trying to whisper you to you through it somehow, but just can't make out the words, but it feels like this thing could help you. Mm. Okay. Okay, so that's a dirty 20 to hit? Yeah, that'll hit. With the guiding bolt, and... That is 20 damage. Ooh, nice. Okay. And that's radiant damage. So that's going straight yes, through. Radiant damage. You blast it with a guiding bolt and light explodes in this room. And you see the light that explodes off of the shadow gets drawn toward the monstrance and the monstrance sucks it in. Ooh. And oh, begins to ever okay. so slightly oh. glow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Just ever so slightly. Okay. Velvet, you're up. Did, I assume we all saw that. The room is small enough that our focus is kind of all towards that. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, I, I, I looked down at Bree and go, Bree, did you see what I see? Yeah, she nods and she's like, yeah. All right, well, it's time to get fucking holy. Pray to your God, baby, let's do this. <laughs> and I'm gonna roll fear against the demon. Oh. Uh, so it must do a, uh, a wisdom saving throw. All right, so you go to cast fear, and unfortunately, this thing is immune to being frightened. So you try to cast fear on it, and it turns to you and just lets out this wicked laugh and says, I am all that is to be feared. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't had gingivitis, but okay. You can, <laughs> that's fine. You wanna... <laughs> such, a, such a specific thing. So, so I guess on that velvet, just like when it doesn't happen, he goes, <laughs> and I'm going to like fly back as far as I can without it being like a disengage. Like be like, ah, and as I'm laughing, just slowly back away. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right on. So this thing, it is going to fly back up 
It flies back in the air into the center of the room, splays out its claws, and it's going to conjure friends. So instantly, it points to two points on the ground, and this shadowy vortex appears, and two possessed dwarves rise from out of the ground, carrying longbows and short swords. And they join in the fray. And that's all she could do on her turn with that. Now, after her... Is one of the possessed dwarves runs after Lakara. It's gonna take a short sword attack against her, and mi- dude, these war these guys suck. Th- th- that was a total miss. <laughs> he runs after her, and it's so Yay. dark, hard to see. Lakara just dodges out of the way. Then Lakara's up. She's going to take continue taking her. She's going to disengage from that and continue taking her movement up to get toward Bree, and that's gonna be her turn for now. She's saving something. After her, the other dwarf takes out a longbow and goes to shoot you, Velvet. And a dirty 20 will hit, so you're going to be taking two piercing damage as an arrow lightly grazes your shoulder and flies by He keeps laughing at them. (laughs) (laughs) Foolish undead, I will bathe in the dust of your bones. (laughs) And on that note, we're going to transition very quickly back to the outside. So you guys are standing on the balcony. There's uh, eight dwarves that are there with you. This thing just came to life. Geriot is holding on to its head. Uh, I'll have you all roll initiative for me now just to uh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had a feeling yeah, yeah. oh my gosh i got so bad okay so that's a 13 th- for sai that's a 13 as oh wait no what am i saying that's a 10 for lena okay <laughs> math and Gyriad? 26 26 okay so the very first thing that happens right now is Darian got the signal. He shoots, he issues commands for three people to shoot nets up at this thing. Three oh. nets fly above you guys. Two of them miss. One of them smacks onto the dragon, and the dragon gets pulled down to the ground, weighed down by this net for a moment. Geriad, what would you like to do? Fuck. I'm looking. Where am I? Am I on this thing? Right. Yes, you are. Ooh. Currently under the net. Yeah, I'm about to say, under or under the net? Under the net. <laughs> under the net. Um, oh my god. Um, so so I'm going... find the vulnerable spot. Yeah, so I'm going 1v1. All right, so <laughs> can I roll <laughs> nature on this thing? Can I find the weak spot? Do I know? I don't know the weak spot. No. You know it's on the no. spine somewhere. That's the closest. So yeah, roll yeah. some nature for me. Okay, because that's... Yes, ranger rolling nature. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. 21, Avery. 21. So you're working your way through the net, trying to make your way uh, down the spine. And you see within between these two vertebrae, there seems to be this sort of um, there seems to be this inflamed red tendon between the two vertebrae that's holding them together. And you are quite sure that's uh, the weak spot. Okay. so you know what? I have silver arrows still. (gasps) <gasps> okay. And I don't remember what they do, Avery, but I know they hurt. And I have... <laughs> I, oh my, I forget. I actually forget how much I have. I, um, I'm, I'm going to say eight. I believe I had eight because I, sure, I yeah. knew you gave me like 20 or something. So I'm going to say I have eight. Um, I'm going to shoot... Well, first of all, I'm going to... Oh, should I... Oh, hold so on. So first of, first of all... I'm going to say you cannot shoot right now. You are entangled in this net with him. The most you can do is move around, but you can't get in a position enough because you're restrained by this net to pull your arm back and shoot this thing. Okay, so 
Um, I guess I have no cho choice but to cast my last level 4 spell, which is freedom of movement. <laughs> oh. Okay, what will um, that do? Uh, you, you touch a willing creature, me. For the duration, <laughs> the target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain, and spells and other magical effects can neither reduce the target's speed nor cause the target to be paralyzed or restrained. The target can also spend 5 feet of movement to automatically escape from non-magical restraints. Also, finally being underwater imposes no penalties on the target's movement or attacks. Because why not? Okay, uh... <laughs> so and I create I... the water, so you... Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. So what I'm going to do, Avery, is I'm going to literally stand up and move around, like, um... As the, uh... As the entanglements, like, whoosh through me as if I were a ghost or something. And, and, and um... I look at this spine, this uh, this this spot in the spine, this inflamed spot, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I'm going to take a silver arrow. Now, do you remember what the silver arrows do? So silver arrows are um, certain enemies can't have resistance damage or even immunities until unless a silver arrow is used. You're not sure if this thing. Um, when Sai did his scan of it, there's nothing mentioned about a silver arrow, so it doesn't mm -hmm. do any extra damage of any sort. It's used for specific types of enemies. Well, it doesn't really matter anyway. I don't think I can make an attack because I made a, um, I did my, I casted a spell, right? So, uh, what I'm going right. to do is I'm going to find a spot where I can secure myself tightly onto this thing and hold on. You know what I mean? That's like best. So should yeah. I roll perception or what would you like uh, to do? No, uh, no, no, um, just, you just uh, lock yourself on as tight as you can. Uh, maybe you take some rope that's on your person and tie it around this thing's spine. And, sure. uh, <laughs> and you tie it to yourself as well, so you are connected to it. And that's what I, that's my turn. Okay, so next up is going to be the dragon. Now mm. it's caught under this net. It's immediately going to take a legendary action and use a wing attack. So oh, the no. dragon is going oh. to stand up using all its strength under the weight of this net, and it uses all its strength to swipe its razor-sharp bony wings in a circle around it. Now, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Does that include me? Now, the interesting thing about you, Matt, is you're, like, on top of this thing, so I'm gonna say no. Okay. Uh, a dirty... Uh, no, not a dirty 20, I got a 19. Um, 22. 22? I rolled a crit. <laughs> okay. Yes. Kim! And then, and then Deirdre failed. Um, oh, no. And Shit. that's everybody with you guys, right? It's you three and then Deirdre. So, yeah, except for the yeah. bear and the lion. Oh, yeah, the bear and the lion. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, no. Let's roll for them. The bear failed. And, oh, fuck. Okay. So the bear and the lion, unfortunately, are the two that actually get hit by this thing. And they both are going to be taking 18 slashing damage, and they immediately get knocked prone. Oh, hmm. Now, the, all the dwarves that were on this balcony as well, they all get hit by this thing and get sent flying off the side of the balcony. Yes, <laughs> serve you right. Sorry. Now, immediately following this legendary action, it's able to use its frightful presence. So then I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Shit. Oh, no. okay. I hate this. Wisdom's good. Come on, come on, come on. That's a six, damn it. Oh dear. DC 19. Okay, so that's a 16. Is it a poison at all? Just curious about that. It's for Frightened. Oh, I got a seven, Avery. Okay, so all three of you, except for Deirdre, she got a crit. 
She gets huh. knocked down by this thing, immediately looks up from her prone position and screams in dwarven rage at this thing. But all of you are now frightened of the dragon as uh, also the Shit. wing attack cut through all the net and it is free once again. It stands on its hind's leg, gives a roar. And I need you guys on your turns to immediately take your movement away from this thing. And mm. you can repeat the saving throw uh, at the end of each turn. Um, and your attacks and ability checks have disadvantage when you're in line of sight from this thing. Okay. And will you let us know, like, are we to assume we're in line of sight or like? You can see it, so yes. And it's a DC yeah. 19 wisdom save we have to do to try and break free of Correct. it? Correct. Okay. 19. okay, cool. So. After the dragon, Sai, you're up. Yes. Uh, you're closer to the walls of the castle than the edge of the balcony to go down to the market. Um, if, if that's even part of the plan anymore, do whatever you want to do <laughs> at this point. What would you like to do? Given that this is is a, is a free dragon, I'm going to have to take my defensive move and I have to use my action to cast blank on myself. Mm. So I'm going to go whoop into the ethereal plane. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> and, and does that mean that I'm not in... The line of sight. I mean, I guess that would only affect me if. What was the thing about if we're in the line of sight, we're rolling with disadvantage? Is that it? Uh, let me read through again. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. So when you're in the ethereal plane, you can still see with it into the material right. plane. It's just kind of yeah. uh, all grays and uh, whatnot. So you can still see it technically. Uh, so I'll yeah. say the fright is still. I'm frightened, but on the ethereal plane. Correct. Got it. Okay. That's it. That's my turn. All right. Now, uh, you at the end of your turn, you can make the saving throw again. So please make a wisdom saving throw. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a crit. Okay. Two, there you go. two crits in a row. Yeah. That's actually nuts. Yeah. I know. So by the end of your turn, after you go into the ethereal plane, you're more confident in yourself. You're no longer under its frightful presence. Awesome. Now, Lena, you're up. Yes. What would you like to do? Okay, so um, I well, I take I take my movement away from it, <laughs> and um, she's going to try and attack it because she well she goes into a rage, and um, her eyes go black, and she's going to try to get those spectral warriors at least to hopefully hit it, um, hit the dragon so they can help protect everybody else. Um, since I'm attacking recklessly, I'm assuming the disadvantage from frightened cancels out. Um, so when you rage, you cannot be frightened. So I think the rage itself cancels it out. Oh, it does? Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I yeah. wasn't sure. Perfect. Yeah, you can't be frightened. Sweet. So, um... <laughs> oh, but I moved away. Well, can I assume I raged and then moved? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You raged first. Sweet. You're in your All right, line. so she's going to, uh... She's, she's gonna start hitting this thing. So she got a 19, reckless, and a 29. Those will both hit. 19 was its AC. Yes. Yes, so that is yeah. a total. She sets her, um, since it has resistance to fire, she sets her great axe with necrotic damage. Hopefully that doesn't do anything bad. Um, and that's 47 damage. Nice. 47 damage. So And the, the spectral warriors come out too, so they start protecting everybody else. So. Cool. What, what does the that necrotic do? damage does go through. It and, does? Uh, yeah, it does. It, uh, the necrotic damage does apply. Yes! Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And with the Spectral so, Warriors, Kim, now any attack the dragon makes against anybody else except Lena has disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you have resistance to damage. Uh, they have resistances to damage as well. Okay. 
against Ooh. the... All right. So they okay. shoot with their nets again. One misses, another misses. The third misses, unfortunately, as they fly wild and smash into the side of the castle and drop to the ground. Geary, we're back to you. You're riding this thing, basically. What would you like to do? I would like to... Hmm. I think I'd like to um, start shooting it. You know what I mean? Yeah, in that uh, spot? uh, Yeah, but I'm going to, as a quick action, I'm going to mark it. And, um, like, mark the spot, which means it's extra... D8, and I am going to sharpshooter, and I'm going to roll to attack it. Is, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sharpshooter. All right, Avery. So it's 17 to hit. Uh, the first attack is that. Does that hit? No, that'll miss. Okay. How's 26? 26 will hit. So altogether, that is 29 damage. All right, so because you hit its vulnerable spot, the damage is actually going to be doubled that you hit with the thing. So doubling 29 brings us to 58 damage as that second arrow sinks into this red spot and blood, uh, and sorry, and smoke begins shooting out of it. Shadow of the Colossus style. Sick. Yes. (laughs) All right, so. Next up is the dragon. So he begins to move, and Garrett, I need you to make a deck saving throw to remain standing on his spine as he's moving. Totally understandable. 26. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so it looks down at you. It looks, uh, it feels you on your back and on its back. Yeah. And it looks and it sees the nets that are shooting at it, trying to bring it to its feet again. And mm. it notices and it decides that it's going to be jumping off the balcony with you riding it, Kiri. It goes one step, two step. And Lena, you can take an attack of opportunity while this happens. It goes one step, two step, leaps off, and it it. can't fly, actually, because there's no flesh there to keep it aloft. So it jumps off, falls about 60 feet through the air, and begins racing down the mountain, uh, sliding (laughs) down the rock toward toward those cannons and the army that's waiting down there. Yeah, Lena misses. She only got a 15, so she tries, but it just... And it's too fast. It it's slows too fast. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and jumps off. And it's Damn taking... It. Uh, and it just takes this movement going down the mountain as you're riding a Geary. Oh, my God. Sai, you're up next. What would you like to do? I hop on to the lion because I want to, like, you know, do a velvet-style uh, ride down the, the mountain. <laughs> and uh, and I say, Lena, go ride the bear down down the mountain. Oh god, okay, yeah, I've had to do this once before, I got this. And, oh shoot, um, uh, Deirdre is with us. She, she? There's a lion, she, isn't there? Size riding the lion. Yeah, I'm Oh, right, lion. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he, she can hop on with me, it's fine. Okay, is enough for, is the bear big enough to hold with him? Deirdre gets up and says, don't even worry about it. She runs toward the balcony, grabs a shield out of one of the crates, <gasps> and hops on it and begins oh, shield surfing shield. down the mountain. Nice. Oh, my God. Lena has Whoa. even more respect for her and admiration. <laughs> and inside looks over the balcony and goes, oh, impressive. <laughs> All right. So we're going down the mountain on lions and bears. Oh, my. Yes. Yay. The animals <laughs> came in handy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you guys, as you're chasing this dragon down, are about 60 feet behind it. Is there anything you want to do, Sai? Is there any uh, magic you want to cast on the way down, or do you just want to take the movement? I'm going to do my usual um, chromatic orb, and I'm going to choose... I'm going to try cold damage. Mm. And that is a 
16 plus 9, so that's 25. Does that hit? Yes, it will. I'm rolling really well today. Yeah, you are. It's going to be, I know, I'm like, you're rolling Keep it up, Kim. I'm rolling really well. The funny thing is that the dragon's still only large. <laughs> I love that. it's crawling its way down. Right? So you I actually know. slowed it down pretty significantly there. Nice. Okay, that was a smart move. Okay, so that's going to be 13 cold damage. Okay, hopefully. right on. Yeah, the cold damage goes through. Um, the, It's immune to fire. Um, right. But that was the only thing that it had uh, from your Oh, okay. Skin. So it's not like immune to other stuff too. Okay, cool. Correct. Mm. So yeah, you right. blast in the back with some cold as you guys are riding fast and hard down the side of this mountain and rocks are falling on either side of you. Now, um, as you guys are riding down, you see coming out of this gaping hole, this tunnel that leads up into the castle, an army of possessed dwarves are sprinting out as well with their weapons drawn, making their way toward the army that's in the town right now that you guys are heading toward. Ooh, can we can we let Darian know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, and change of plans. The archers just bring him back. We don't need him anymore. We're coming to you. And there's an army coming. <laughs> shit, shit. Okay, okay. Back to the. You hear him scream. Back to the roofs, boys. Back to the roofs. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! And he just keeps. It keeps saying, "Oh beep! Oh beep! Oh beep!" <laughs> As it blurps out. Darian, Darian, you're doing great. You're doing. You're doing great, Darian. Just take a breath. I don't know, guys. Breath. I don't know about this. <laughs> no, you got this. You got this. <laughs> you hear the yells of dwarves uh, approaching. He's like, oh my god! But then Hold on you to your dagger, Ram- Darian. <laughs> okay! And Rami goes, you're right, Rami. We could do this. Oh god, he's gonna die. <laughs> now, Lena, it's your turn as you're riding down. What would you like to do? Uh, um, can I... I guess I'm gonna... I don't think I can. I can the bear reach this dragon, or probably not, right? Uh, you guys are keeping a pace with each other, so you'll maintain sixty feet away. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I guess I am going to. Lena's gonna take out two javelins and uh, try and hit this thing. Just do a bit more damage on the way down. Wow, I rolled like <laughs> shit. Neither of them. Nope, that's a one and a two, so that's an eleven. <laughs> so neither of them hit eleven and twelve. Can Lena just uh, quickly on her earpiece then just uh, say, hey, um, um, Brie, Brie, uh, Velvet, how are you guys doing in there? Are you getting close? <laughs> that's actually the perfect moment because you're at the bottom <laughs> of initiative right now. We switch back over to the other group <laughs> nice. that's fighting Sol Kitesh. How would you like to respond to her question? <laughs> yeah. uh, we've, we've had a little setback. Yeah. What's, Good what's news is little? I can fly. How? So that's, that's cool, right? That's pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> Okay, the, yeah, but the gaunt, yeah, but are we are we getting close? Because this oh, dragon yeah. is, we're we're getting there. Yeah, um, the gauntlet's still very much on his head. It turns out that your uh, demon inside of you, Lita, uh, his sister's here, so uh, we're having a little what? family reunion. No. So we'll say yeah, hi. We're we're fighting her right now. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Currently, okay. she's oh. a shadow demon. Oh, she tried to kill me. Nope, just got away. There we go. <laughs> um, shit! 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 Yeah, so we gotta pray to some gods yeah. and kick some ass. So uh, <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Stay sexy, right. everyone. As always. <laughs> I'm on your line, by the way. Oh, Hi, oh how's it treating you? Oh, awesome. I, I, I see I why know. you always want to ride lions. Pet anyway, her behind I, the ears. She loves it. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, good luck with your battle. Thank you. You too. Love you all. One, one, one. Kisses. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks, Stephen. Sorry. Yeah, quick call with the fab jab. Let's go. <laughs> Bree, you're up. The demon's floating about 40 feet away from Velvet, 20 feet away from you in the center of the room. Two more people were just summoned from the ground. What would you like to do? Um, she's 
heading towards the monstrance. All right, and as you get closer and you touch it even, you, you feel this transference of radiant energy from the monstrance and from you. Okay. And you hear a voice ever so faintly break through, Mistra's voice saying, the light, the light, shine. And that's all you hear. Yeah, so Bree is going to um, keep one hand on the monstrance and she's going to um, reach into her bag and she is pulling out her candle and she's gonna light it. Oh, cool. Okay, yes. so you light the candle and instantly the the aura appears around you, that lawful good energy, and the candle's ripped from your hand and pulled like gravity toward the center of the monstrance. And its flame grows brighter as if the monstrance, the sun, is shining with the light of the candle and it casts sunlight into the room. Now, because Sulkatesh is this shadowy figure, the sunlight will actually impose some it disadvantages on it as it screeches nice. and it covers oh, its cool. red eyes from the sunlight. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Nice, nice Bree. <laughs> Velvet, you see all that transpire. What would you like to do? Oh, hell yeah. So while Sulkatesh is sulking, um, <laughs> I'm going to use my mass suggestion spell. Uh, it's a level seven enchantment, and I suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence up to 12 creatures of my choice around me. Huh. They have to do a, a wisdom saving throw. I can't ask them to hurt people, but I can't like I can't I can't directly ask them to do something that will cause them harm. But if they interpret something as however, that's up to them. OK, um, but it says on a failed save it per it per it. Uh, pursues the course of action you described to the best of its ability. And you said it was a wisdom saving throw? It is. Um, so I, I feel like I just like strum a chord and I go, listen! And I try to get a hold of the two dwarfs. Yeah. Uh, what do they have to be? 15. Oh, okay. One failed, one just squeaked by. So okay. you have one dwarf okay. completely under your suggestion. Okay, uh, and and the one that failed, it has to, it says that it pursues the course of action to the best of its ability. Okay. On a failed save. Um, okay, so I don't exactly good. know what that means, Avery. Um, just tell him what you want to do and we'll roll yeah, with okay. it. Yeah, I, okay. I, I say, dwarfs, remember your homeland. Remember Giriad and all of those who came before you. You are now corrupted. Please Take the time now to reclaim your glory and defend the good and the righteous while you have the chance. Come back to us! And I just wait. <laughs> the one dwarf, it's smoke <laughs> out of its eyes and its ears is still pouring out. The other one, you see the smoke stop and the light return to its eyes, the white and its normal mm. color. And he shakes his head for a moment and he looks around and he's like, where am I? And then he looks to the left and he says, <gasps> Bro brother, brother, are you okay? And he walks over to him, he starts shaking him, but his brother whacks him off, pulls out his short sword, Ooh. and those two start fighting. He says, oh, brother, it's no. me! Oh, no. And they're having their own battle there. <laughs> Velvet yells, you gotta punch him! We found out you can punch the evil out of them. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful new form of exorcism. Um, I, I'm gonna look at, uh, this time I'm gonna look at Lakara, and I'm gonna go... Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna say, uh, 
Well, I, uh, I guess, uh, I guess we're kind of like family now, so, um, you can be my second mom if you want to be. And I'm going to use that as bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's weird. We are Gleeblux. Anything that's not the pig anus. I can't, Gleeblux, Schleeblux. <laughs> She screams, Take luck! Yeah, that's it, Take luck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Sorry, I forgot my gnome to dwarf dictionary at home. I can only read your language, I can't speak it. <laughs> so, Soul Katesh is pissed about this. She's up next. She is going. Hmm. She immediately Take turns that. her attention to this monstrance thing and she flies right up to it 10 feet away and she's going to shadow blast it twice. Now I'm going to give this thing hit points. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. The candle. What? I'm going to give wow. it... Okay, it has some hit points and its AC is going to be 20. So it's going to try to shadow blast it twice to get the candle the fuck out of there. Oh, okay. That's, that's a crit. And then... <gasps> Two oh, no. fucking crits! Oh, no! no. Oh, my god. Oh, oh my god! Bye bye, oh. candle. So that's 20 damage plus 4d10. Well, oh no. You got some oh, good use out of it, Steph. Shit. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Good time. So this thing we'll get takes... you a new candle. <laughs> okay, so I gave it 40 hit points and she dealt 47 damage. <gasps> Boom. On this thing, oh, no. the the candle gets blasted out of the monstrance, and a, and an explosion of radiant energy occurs as the monstrance gives its final hurrah, blasts uh, blasts Sol Katesh away. She gets pushed back about twenty feet, twirling in the air. But the candle flies into the back wall and smashes on the black wall, and is broken wax crumbled to the ground, and the room goes dark once again. Oh, well. <laughs> Then, well, shoot. as a bonus action, Oof. now that that's happened, she's going to shadow step once more. And she's going to appear right behind you, Velvet, but that's where she ends her turn. I can feel your breath behind me. <laughs> After that, one the possessed dwarf is attacking his brother, saying, I will feast on your blood, and then uh, goes to make an attack. Hits. Oh, no. Okay. It's okay, and you see the the dwarf that's on your side, Velvet, gets slashed, and he falls to his knee as he's pretty bloodied from that one slash. Oh and the dwarf God. says, "Please, no! Remember me. <laughs> we were doing so well." Well, uh, Lake Hara is up at this point. She finally reaches you, Bree, and uh, and asks if you're okay. First of all, she's like, "Are you okay?" I'm, I, I'm okay. Um. Yeah, not not feeling the greatest, but my candle, it's gone now. But the sunlight, the sunlight worked. We need more sunlight in here. And she looks up to the ceiling where the skylights used to be. Do you have any way okay. of getting up there? Um, I, I might. Are, are the, do do I see any beams up there? There is scaffolding, but uh, there's okay. no ladders or anything that reach up there, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Because what I okay, I want to cast a. Did I cast like a guiding bolt or something to break the lights in the ceiling, 
or like the window? Yeah, absolutely. So sh she just needs to finish her turn first. Sorry, yeah. one moment. Uh, she's gonna cast, uh, she touches you and she casts Warding Bond. So what this means now is uh, wards a willing creature you touch and creates a mystic connection between you and the target until the spell ends. While the target is within 60 feet of you, they gain a plus one bonus to their AC and saving throws and have resistance to all damage. Oh, wow. Also, mm. each time the target takes damage, Lakara will take the same amount of damage. Oof. Oh. Mm. Wow. So you guys are kind of connected, but you have resistances to all damage and another, uh, and a plus one to your AC now. Awesome. Now, you want to cast a Guiding Bolt at the ceiling? Yes. All right. Uh, so you're aiming for one of the skylights, I presume? Yes. All right. Let's uh, roll the hit first. Okay. That's an 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. All right. Roll some damage. <laughs> yes. Okay. 17 damage. All right, so you do blast a significant dent in this thing, but it does not get blasted through yet. But it looks very weak. Okay. Shit, she says, so close. Velvet, you have Mortis, uh, so you have Soul Katesh right behind you. What would you like to do? Yeah, so Velvet can fly, uh, but <laughs> if I fly and she's right behind me, that's not going to be good. So I'm going to cast Dimension Door. So I feel Ooh, her breath yes. on my back and I go like, bye-bye. And I just, <laughs> I, I pop out of existence and I want to appear. Uh, I, I saw Bree cast that bolt. So I, and I, I feel like in that moment, I, you know, he didn't hear the conversation, but it, it was enough with the light, I think, for him to put two and two together. Totally. Um, try to crack that skylight open so I, I can appear anywhere that I can see so I'm going to pop up next to the indented uh, panel that she made with the bolt and uh, I, I don't I, I guess I can't really do anything else magically there so I, he's just kind of pounding on it like damn it he's just <laughs> trying to try to get it to fly off for now and yeah like she wanted to take that opportunity on you but she just whiffs the air with her claws and you hear a screech from below in rage as she missed you <laughs> he's he's looking down really scared like trying to cling to the panel as most as he can but she doesn't see him so she hmm, she is going to look up to you velvet she sees what's going on and she's going to cast two shadow blasts at you from where she's standing no so, god <laughs> a 23 and a 22 will hit Oh, yeah, and that's definitely well hit. Yep. And you're going to be taking 38 force damage from those. 38. Okay. After that, she's going to, as a bonus action, she casts a certain spell called Grasping Souls, something for her. Oh. Uh, it's oh. actually uh, very similar to the vines that Giri had made. You conjure oh, okay. smoky spirit, spirits that rise from the ground in an unoccupied space of your choice. That when you cast a spell, you can direct the spirits to lash out at a creature within 30 feet. They must succeed on a dexterity save or be pulled toward them. As well, with these smoky spirits, uh, within a 10-foot diameter of them, is the area is heavily obscured. Um, so she's going to look down. She casts that um, right behind the monstrance, where uh, right next to you, Lakara and Bree, uh, actually about 15 feet away. And these these morphing smoky spirits rise from the ground with these extra long uh, arms that are extending through the air like tentacles. And that's her turn. 
after that the uh the fights going on between the two dwarves the good dwarf manages to uh block another hit from the bad dwarf and push him back and he heard your call about the punch so he kind of puts it he tosses a sword in the air grabs it with his offhand reels back with his main hand and socks him straight in the face <laughs> <laughs> and some smoke goes puff around his head but it's not enough to get it yet it's like damn it brother wake up <laughs> Lycara's up next. She's going to conjure Barrage. She throws a dagger in the air and then holds her hands out. The dagger turns uh, horizontally facing toward Solkatesh and immediately a a cone of identical daggers appear in the air around this thing and they shoot forward toward her. And she has to make a dex save and she failed. So she's going to be taking... 16 piercing damage from this thing. Mm. Oh no. As all these daggers fly through the smoky body and cut it up. After that is Bree. Velvet is near the skylight that Bree was trying to break, right? Yep. Alright, so she's gonna telepathically say to him, Do you are you okay? Do you think you can break that skylight with like some music from your lyre or something? Yeah, I, I, th- I think I got it. If if, if you want to do some crazy goddess stuff, that's that's probably going to be better right now. I, oh, okay. I'm a heathen and all. They don't they don't listen to me. Uh, okay, um, perfect. And um, yeah, I've been uh, rolling the damage from the one spell that she did on me, and I'm getting pretty low. So Bree is going to use heal on herself. Okay. Uh, which is a six level spell. And so she's just going to close her eyes, hold on to her necklace, and this, yeah, emerald green light is going to emanate around her, and she gets 70 hit points back. 70? Yes, Holy so now smokes. I'm back at full health. <laughs> That's <Wow>. crazy. <laughs> yes. That's so much. Yeah, because I was God. getting pretty low. <laughs> That's hardcore. Oh my God. Uh, That's sweet. <laughs> cool, cool. Just right 70. On. Yeah. yeah. No, that's all. Just that's all, yeah. Okay, anything else? Oh, as a bonus action, I want to bring in my spiritual weapon and get that ready. <laughs> nice, all right. So your emerald yes. green mm-hmm. long sword, the yes. classic sword, comes out <laughs> and is uh, next to you, ready to make its move. All right. Velvet, you're near the skylight above. What would you like to do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just uh, Bree and Lycara, you still have that D10 if you ever want to use it. Um, <clears throat> just want to th- throw that out there from the yes, party. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, but I am... Yeah, so he's hitting it with his hand, and it's probably not doing a whole lot. So he's had enough of that. So I'm going to use Shatter. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to pull out my, my Leer and be like, No, Ravi, Fasolati! <laughs> just try, try to like sonic boom this thing off the roof and just try to take as many other panels as I can with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this thing was so close. You don't even have to roll the damage, man. This metal skylight blasts out from, and goes flying into the sky around it, and it lets in the sunlight immediately from above, creating this cone of light uh, on the bottom right uh, quarter of the room. And. Uh, Katesh immediately feels the singe of sunlight and moves as far away uh, on her turn. We'll move as far away from it as possible into a darker part of the room. Oh, this is good. So I guess this is bonus action. Um, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm going to try to just, because I'm flying, I'm going to fly up on the actual roof. 
Ooh, um, okay. outside in the sun. Oh. And can I just start like dancing on the roof and kicking the panels down <laughs> so they like fall as I do a dance? Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah, so Velvet's gonna just be like, all right, the show of a lifetime. And he's gonna be playing to himself and just doing this like dance of a lot of like yes. flips and like hard, really hard slams on the ground. So like various kind of like, uh, think like, um, the, like a, a, any dance that's a very like heavy stomping, like tango. It's very aggressive and, and, and yeah. he's just doing that. There's like, like a worm that he's doing on one of the panels. And I, I, I just wanna see if I could bring them down down as I go, making yes. kind of pockets of light. <laughs> Let's roll performance to see how much of this oh, thing this you break down with your dancing. Oh, here we go. This is your yes. moment. Oh my god, that's a 28. <gasps> oh, oh my god. god. Sorry, oh. 27. Sorry, because I got 19. Holy shit, you Still. blast out most of this skylight and light fills the room. There's no more <laughs> darkness for Solkatesh to hide or uh, shadow step to in this room. Holy shit, yeah! nice job. So, like, oh. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I can do that for, like, if I can do that for my bonus action, Avery, if that's a whole turn, so I have to miss my next one or whatever, but I feel like I'm probably doing that for a bit. I don't know. It's 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 whatever you Let, want me to do. Let's take it as your movement. My movement? Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. Awesome. Moving everywhere. Okay. <laughs> all right, so Silkatesh sees all the sunlight and she can't escape it at this point. It's The ceiling's broken. So she looks toward Lycara. And she takes all her movement and dives through the air and enwraps Lycara in this smoky embrace and smoke begins to go into Lycara's mouth and eyes. No! 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 is gonna be making a wisdom saving throw here. No! Oh, where's, where's her save? Ah, she's not very wise, she has intelligence. Okay, oh, no. DC 19. She failed, okay, so. Oh, no. The no. smoke completely enters her body, and Solkatesh is no longer there. <laughs> As she enters into Lycara, and Lycara, what about the ten, Avery? What about the ten? Could she add the ten for for the thing? She uh, rolled a six, so no! it would have been fruitless. No! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she'll be able to make it at each of the end of her turns, at least. She okay. so she's writhing around, and she looks to you, Bree, and her eyes are smoky and black. And it's actually her turn. Actually, it's the two that are still fighting on the ground. <laughs> They're still going at it. Let's let's roll that really. Okay, the first guy missed really badly. And the, okay. <laughs> So they're still going at it. They both miss. Oh they're both God. blocking. I know oh all your moves, God. brother! <laughs> and he calls out. <laughs> and then Lakara turns to you, Bree. First of all, she no longer concentrates on fly. So you're now uh, on the roof, Velvet, and oh, you no, can no longer no. fly. Oh god, I feel like he probably oh, hits, no. like, he hits one of the oh. scaffolding and goes like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom! So you're about 80 feet in the air right now. Oh, oh dear. Oh my god. And I'm pretty sure that warding bond... Nope, nope, uh, that's not gone, funny enough. Oh, okay. Uh, so oh, she, okay. she looks to you, she pulls out a rapier, and she goes to stab you. She goes to attack twice, and on both she's going to be... Well, let's see if they hit first. Uh, rapier, rapier, rapier. There it is. Uh, 25. Wow, that was a crit on the first. And then the second one's going to miss. So okay. you're going to be taking 15. And then she's going to cast a branding smite on the rapier hit. So it deals an extra 2d6 um, damage to you, this force damage. So total, okay. you're going to be taking 27 damage as she stabs okay. into your rapier. And then it blasts you with force energy as well. Oh, my God. And on that, we're going to be switching back to our other group. <laughs> okay. So 
Giriad. As you're riding the dragon, he just lands onto the city and he's making his way into the market. Uh, he'll make it there by the end of his next turn. What would you like to do? Well, um... You're still I on have, its spine. I, I have no choice but to start shooting it, like, like no tomorrow. So I'm going to start <laughs> sharpshooter it, right? Uh, both yeah, times. let's do it. So... It's normal AC is 19 because it's so small, it adds plus five to the AC. So you gotta get 24. 21. So that'll miss. 24. Right on, okay. So right. uh, roll some damage and then we'll double it. It's still marked, remember that. So it's a little extra damage, just yes. 1d8 more. Thank you, thank so you. So it's 27 damage. So 27 multiplied by two, that'll be uh, 54. 54 damage from that one. Mm. Holy Damn. shit. Mm. So you have this thing bloodied. It's halfway, it's more than halfway down at this point as more smoke erupts from this uh, bulging spot in between its vertebrae. And it, it lets it screech and you feel it lurch from the damage it takes, but it just keeps running. Mm. Now, the dragon continues running, and it needs to make another deck save to make sure you'd stay on top of its spine. Keep your footing. Uh, Okie doke. Um, oh, crit. Oh, okay, there you go. So you st you stay on. You're you're literally pirouetting on top of its vertebrae <laughs> with the amount of grace you have. Like, like yeah. it's impressive to the others. Like, how, it's like he's standing on flat ground right now, despite yeah. this thing moving. Very impressive. <laughs> All right, so this thing uses all its movement, finally gets to the center of this square, and it looks around at these three net cannons and the army of rebellion soldiers that are poised in the square. And the first thing it's gonna do, I'm sure you saw this coming, oh, is yeah. use its smoke breath. So immediately, no. oh, it breathes Darian, out hold your breath. this 60 foot cone of smoke and uh, about a quarter of the army, I'm, I'm gonna just roll one, I, I'm gonna, I need to roll a few times for them to see how much of them really oh, get gosh, oh, here. Gosh. So, DC 20 wisdom saving throw. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yes, okay, that was a crit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, a little less than a quarter of the army gets filled with smoke in their eyes, and the effect of this breath, now that it's been used, on a fail, the creature becomes possessed by Sol Katesh and begins attacking the nearest previous ally. The creature can make Oof. the same throw again at the end of their next turn, but the effect can only last for a maximum of two turns. Oh, okay. okay. At this point, Solkatesh is spreading her influence so thin. She has an army. She's creating her own smoke form, which you guys don't know about at this moment, as she's fighting yeah. the other group. Um, so it only lasts two turns, this influence over people. But part of the army immediately begins turning on the rebellion army. And you hear the screams of people, what are you doing? As fighting breaks out internally within the conflict. And you hear Darian over the earpiece saying, what the hell is going on down there? Shit. Boy, shoot a net at one of them. Subdue them. And Sai, your okay. animal brings you into the square. You see the dragon just did that. What would you like to do? Okay, um, am I 60 feet away from it? Yes. Okay, so I say, I didn't want to have to do this, but I can't have you risk turning this army. And I am going to cast Polymorph and uh, the dragon has to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay, what Against do I have to 17. Be? 17? Mm -hmm. Holy shit, it rolled a 16. <gasps> oh, 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 
my god. Oh my god. So here's what happens. Yeah, he says all that stuff, and then he just kind of like points to the the dragon, and and the dragon polymorphs into a frog. <gasps> into a frog. Into Holy frog. shit. Oh my god. How long does that last? Um, up to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. That's the the what? dragon Geary, you your rope around the dragon that was once there, you immediately fall to the ground and you land on your feet next to a small red frog, uh riveting uh in confusion and smoke pouring out of its eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, do I understand what happened? Yes, you do. Okay, um I'm gonna take a pouch and I'm going to gather this frog and I'm gonna keep yes. it here. Oh my god. Okay, so the frog, um, I'll, I'll get to that on your turn. I'll, I want to run through the rest of the people first. Um, so the possessed army makes their way behind you guys into the market. They begin attacking the rebellion, but then also that some of them begin attacking you guys. So two people come up to you guys, they're running by. One misses, the other hits, and he deals 11 slashing damage. Okay. And by Rina. the way, my, my blink oh. is still active, but I just rolled a 7, so I didn't go to the ethereal plane. Okay, okay. So you tried to blink, didn't work, and then you get slashed in the back as someone's running by. And you said 11 damage? 11 damage, correct. Okay, thank you. So, again, same thing with you, Lena. One hits, one doesn't, and you okay. take seven, cut in half, so that is uh, three. Three slashing damage as someone else is running by you. Okay, sounds good. And at this point, you see this whole area becomes a full-out war between the smoky possessed dwarves and the rebellion as well. Lena, it's your turn. You saw the polymorph. You you saw uh, all the people start running through. What would you like to do? Um, is there an area that I could get up high to like yell at the group and address them? You see, um, just off to your right a bit, there's a, a tower. It seems to be a wooden platform that looks over the market square with a ladder. Yeah, Lena like rushes to it and she goes, okay, come on, Lena, you can do this. You can be, you can say a speech. It's fine. Darian did one. You can do one. And she gets up on it and she goes, Attention, army! The possessed people, we just need to knock them out. Punch them in the face, knock them out, and they will go back to normal, hopefully. Do not kill them if you need to, that's fine, but it, preferably just knock them out and they will turn back into norm into their normal selves. And now, there's a full-scale war going on with lots of noise, so it's going to be very hard to reach them, but I'll have you roll persuasion for me. Persuasion? This is going to be such a waste of a turn. Okay. <laughs> I have a negative one to persuade <laughs> That's a five. No one can hear you over the yells, the clashing, and also the shock of seeing a dragon turn into, like, essentially disappear from sight. <laughs> a lot of people are confused by that. Um, she's so like, well, that was the last speech I will ever make in my life, and she just gets down. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the people on the net, they shoot toward the possessed uh, part of the rebellion army. Uh, two of the nets go flying wild, but one manages to catch a lot of them under the net, so the possessed portion actually gets subdued by the net. And you nice. hear Darian over the net go, nice job, boys, as he's yelling. Now, you all look up and you see him poised on, Lena especially, you see him poised on top of Rami, issuing commands from a roof on the opposite side of the market. <laughs> Lena's like shocked, but like kind of impressed. And she's like, okay, good for you, Darian. And look, he still has the dagger. Awesome. <laughs> okay, Geriad. Now, you wanted to put this thing in a pouch? Yeah, yeah, immediately. 
Okay, it tries to... It, I'm gonna take this as a grapple. I want you to roll some sleight of hand while it rolls some uh, dexterity to jump, to jump away from you, putting it into a pouch. Oh my god. Okay, one second. Just step on it. No, you do not want to do that, actually. Oh, right, we don't. That's true. Because <laughs> yep. then it'll turn right back into the big... Yeah, then it'll turn back. Can you yep. imagine yep. if I was some yeah. dick and I just decide, huh, and then I step... <laughs> Squish. <laughs> okay, so it rolled a dirty 20. It hops oh, just out of your hands as you try to catch it and begins hopping between the legs of all these people now in a mass war, oh, narrowly no. avoiding getting stepped on. Oh, no. Oh, God. You still have sight on it, though. Okay, so I'm going to... Can I look at my smell, my spells real quick, Avery? No! Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, no, screw it. I still have freedom of movement, which means I can move freely within the crowd without difficult terrain. I run up oh, to it. Okay. And guess what I yeah. do, Avery? Right I'm, gonna, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna try again. <laughs> well, you you already grappled it once, so oh, you'd have right, to try again right. on your next turn. All right, I'll do that then, yeah. So the dragon's a frog. Uh, it's going to continue taking its movement back toward the castle, going through the fray. It narrowly avoiding getting stepped on. It can't do anything. So that brings us to Sai next. Sai, there's a battle going on around you. You see Geryon running after the frog through all these people. The frog's barely not getting stepped on. What would you like to do? Um, is the frog closer to me or is the army closer to me? Definitely the army. There's battle all around you. So I'm gonna try a thunder wave around the the because um, that worked last time, right? Like hitting them with a, a force kind of had the same effect as knocking them out, right? From everything you've seen, you've come to the conclusion that essentially knocking them unconscious will dispel the possession. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna try um, I'm gonna try thunder wave then. All right. And let's I'm do get, it. So I'm gonna get as close as I can within 15 feet. Um, not as close. Sorry, within 15 feet. And um, each person has to make a constitution saving throw against 17. Nope, 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 no. Everybody fail. <laughs> All right, okay. Yes. So that is nine thunder damage. Nine thunder damage, okay. Uh, let me just double check there. Oh wait, sorry. I had to use it at a second level, so it's actually uh, oh, it's 19 thunder damage. 19, Ooh. okay, so that, that exceeds their hit points. So how I want this to work, because oh, I know shit, your intention behind it. No, 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 because I know your intention behind it. You cast the thunder wave, and it blasts them hard enough that it knocks the smoke out of them. And oh, they hit awesome. the deck, fall prone, but you see them slowly starting to get up uh, on their turn, and they're no longer possessed. <sighs> About six of them or so. Okay. All right, welcome back. Now, how many are left? Um, uh, probably like 50. Okay, <laughs> cool. Oh, is that all? All right. And, it's a decent uh, sized battle here. I know, and I, I blink into the ethereal plane. Nice, so, poof, our savior, he's gone. What the <laughs> <All> fuck? <right. laughs> and off I go. Right on. Lena, you just saw Sai thunderwave some guys to bring them back since she exceeded their hit points. What would you like to do? Geary's still chasing the frog. Yeah, Lena's in like embarrassingly just like walking back down the steps and she pulls walking. out. Walking. Well, she's in the middle of a battle, out, just sad. She, she pulls out two hand axes and she's just gonna basically like do two attacks and just try and like knock a couple people. She doesn't know what to do anymore. She doesn't have any magic. The dragon's gone. So she's just gonna try and like knock two people out as she can. All right, roll a hit. Um, 
Am I doing like, I wouldn't use my great axe, I'm using a hand axe, so yeah, I guess we're gonna... Um, oh, okay, not bad. Um, that is a 16 and a 25? Yes, those will both hit. So am I just like doing rolling damage then for a hand yep, axe? Yeah, roll some I damage guess? for me. Okay, I'm not using my great axe because I don't want to kill them. A 15 and a 16. So she goes up okay. to two people and just whacks them. Good. Yeah, you whack them with the blunt side of your hand axes. And that <laughs> works for both of them. You exceeded their hit points of 13. And they fall to the ground. The smoke got whacked out of their heads. And they have goose eggs. They're holding their heads. <laughs> and they kind of look up to you with squinted eyes saying, What the hell did you do that for? I just saved your life. Come on, be grateful. And she walks away from them. <laughs> and they see the battle that's going on and immediately, yeah, they, they get their act together and they get, uh, get up. She yells to them, just start whacking people on the head, it'll be fine. Can I also check in really, really quick with the other group? Because I feel like Lena, I'm assuming we'd be concerned that they're basically fighting Soul Katesh. Yes, you yeah, can check in, true. absolutely. Yeah, she's just like, uh, hey guys, Bree, um, Velvet. <laughs> it's casual. How's, how's, uh... <laughs> How are things going over there? Are you guys almost done? It's uh, turning into a bit of chaos over here. Um, yeah, same here. Um, Silkatash is kind of taking over Lycara right now. I'm, what? We're trying to deal with it. Okay, but like, why isn't the gauntlet off the king's hand? Come on, guys. <laughs> well, hey, we're asking ourselves the same freaking question. We tried to get it off, but there's like a smoky demon, and apparently we have to destroy that before we can get the thing off. So we're oh. trying, but it's magically bound. Shoot. <sighs> Do you okay. need help? What should so we do? So connection yeah. is the key. If we can break that, then we, we can get this glove off. So, I mean, mm. I, I I don't know, Lena, if you could do some demon, not that I approve, <laughs> demon bullshit, then I mean, mm-hmm. you're free to help, but we've been tied down here. Okay, I'll, I'll see what I'll see what Rack can do my next turn. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> she wouldn't say that, but... <laughs> my next turn. My next turn. I need to wait till the DM tells me I can take another turn away, guys. <laughs> The world and time itself pause for a moment, Lena, as a god comes down from above. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and as you finish that uh, conversation, the last thing you see, Lena, is mm-hmm. Darian. Um, a part that he gets overwhelmed by possessed dwarves on that roof, and uh, he's completely surrounded by at least 12 of them. And he pulls out his rapier, riding Rami, and Rami gives a fearful bah. Oh god, oh, Lena's gonna start. Lena's like, oh, no. okay. And she just starts running towards him. <laughs> and then that brings us back to the other group. I love ending with the conversation. It's a nice segue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> These earrings are awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we right. remember them. So the other group, Bree, Lycara just attacked you and she has Solkatesh inside her body. The room is completely sunny and two dwarves are still going at it that are brothers. What would you like to do? <sighs> um. She's going to try to um, hit Lycara with her spiritual weapon to see if she can injure her enough to get um, to get Silkatash out of there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she's going to look at uh, Lycara. She's going to say, I-, I know you're still in there, Lycara, so I'm very sorry about this. And she's going to try <laughs> to attack her with her spiritual weapon, and she's going to use um, the bardic inspiration just to make sure this works. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that is a 25 to hit. <laughs> yes, that will hit. Okay, perfect. And that will be a 10 damage. 
10 damage. Okay, so your spiritual weapon flies over and cuts into her. Does a small cut. She looks back up to you with her dark, smoky eyes, and she just says, You're going to have to cut a lot deeper than that. Straight to the bone, you pure bitch. Damn. Anything else? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> do I have any? Oh. Okay, as a... Yeah, she's just going to, um, like raise her spiritual weapon and she's going to get ready for another attack on her next turn. Uh, spiritual weapon attack, isn't that a bonus action? It is, yeah. So could I do a second one? Yeah, you have your full action still. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm going to take my spear out and I'm going to throw it at her. <laughs> wow, we're getting Damn. desperate. Wow. Oh, no, Bye, Geary's mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, roll the okay. hit with that thing. 15 to hit. Uh, that'll unfortunately miss. Okay. <gasps> so the, sp the spear goes flying over her head as she ducks. And Velvet, you're watching all this happen from above. What would you like to do? Oh, okay. So Velvet's looking down on all this very, very uh, distressed, obviously, now that he can't fly. Um, <laughs> you know... Uh, I'm looking at this now. There's a lot of light in the room, Avery. How is 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 the is the 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 shadowy form still there, or is it just all within um, uh, Lace Kara now? It's all within Lace Kara. Awesome. Okay. So, and uh, the light doesn't seem to be affecting her as much. Uh, no, you can deduce that because she's within a vessel right now that uh, the light isn't affecting it. <sighs> All right, well, there's the only one way to do this. Velvet's going to look down. And he's going to go, no, please, please end okay. And uh, he's going to pull out his lyre and he's going to jump off head first and dive <gasps> down, like, oh right on top of Lake Kara. And <gasps> just, like, 10, like, you know what? Uh, judging by this, 15 feet before he hits the ground. I'm going to use a level 5 version of Thunder Wave. Oh! And hope that I come down on her like a comet and hope that the uh, because I, I can blow things away I'm hoping that that cushions my blow a little bit um, but just, so she's got to do a con saving throw holy shit okay and uh, it's got to use like, now does she see me coming Avery I, I I was trying to be as quiet about it as possible too. I, I don't think she does <laughs> yeah because like he literally did like a dead fall he just went like zoom just oh, off that's epic. first oh that's epic all right. Uh, you can see, like, lightning in his eyes as he's, like, coming down like a comet, getting ready to do the, str the strum. She rolled a dirty 20 for her con save. Oh, okay, so she takes oh. half. So she's going to take... Okay. Uh, I got 30, so she's going to take 15, uh, 15, forced, right uh, 15 lightning damage. Okay, sweet. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. So you fall, fall, fall. The wind is whipping your hair back. And then you last second play that epic chord and it blasts her. But she maintains. Yeah, she maintains her footing and it blasts you enough that it cushions your fall. It, it pops you up for a second in the air and you only take that 15 foot fall. You roll at your next debris now standing there. Oh, nice. Hey, girl. How you doing? Um, <laughs> so we're still kind of fucked, eh? Um, yeah. I can't believe that actually worked. I'm going to be honest, I pooped a little bit. Um, but I think <laughs> it, anyways, that, that doesn't matter now. Um, what does matter is, uh, hey, listen, can, can, can you do some sort of godly mumbo-jumbo here to help us out? Because it, it doesn't look like... I, I don't want to kill Leikara, and it doesn't look I, like we have I a whole know. lot of options. Uh, I, I, can, I can try, yeah. I okay. think there's something I can do. 
Okay, well, uh, you know what? No, no matter what, Velva just stands in front in between Lakara and Bree just to buy her any time he can. Cool, right on. So it is Lakara's turn now, and she casts Invisibility on herself. Oh, I, oh I'm no. going to do Counter Charm. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, okay, how does Counter Charm work? Uh, yeah, so I just, I don't usually, so, hold on, let me just find it. That's a great question. Okay, so uh, as an action, you can, uh, sorry, so you gain, you gain the ability to use musical notes to overpower and disrupt mind-influencing effects. As an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and friendly creatures within 30 foot have, oh, I guess it doesn't make sense. No, because it's an advantage throw. Never mind. Um, I guess that, that that doesn't really work. It won't work for the invisibility, but it it said it disrupts mind influencing effects. Correct. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. huh, maybe I should have done that way before. Okay. <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing for my next turn. <laughs> she casts invisibility, and that's the end of her, her her turn. You're not sure where she went after that. Uh, the two fighting at the bottom. They <laughs> Finally, you guys see this fight going on. The possessed one strikes down his brother and his brother's on his last legs. He's bleeding out. He holds his hand up and he's like, brother, please, please don't do this. You know me. And that's where they're left. And we're back to the top of Bree. What an arc these oh, brothers have. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I'm getting invested. Remember our father's promise? That's the last thing he says. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's Bree's turn. (laughs) (laughs) D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. If you're enjoying our epic adventure, be sure to check out our social media pages at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. As well... Spread word about us to your family and friends so they can adventure with us too. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. Okay, perfect. So, first thing I'm going to do is I am going to use um, my locate creature spell so I can tell where Lycara is. Oh, know, shit! Okay. Yes. Dude, That's awesome. Great. You activate that and immediately you can tell she's under your feet. She took the path down the stairs and under the balcony to get as much mm-hmm. darkness as possible. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... Is she, is she still with, is she, would she be within like 20 feet of me? So like underneath or whatever. Yeah, just on the cusp. Okay. Cause I want to use my spiritual weapon again. <laughs> Hit her. Okay. Um, yeah. Your spiritual weapon passes uh, around the balcony down and, it, and you hear a voice say, shit, call out. <laughs> and it's like okay. Kara's end. Roll the hit. Okay. Oh, yes. So that's an... Um, 18 plus 8, which is 26 to hit. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, and then that is... Yes, okay, that's 13 damage. She is officially bloodied as this spiritual weapon slashes through Lycar and you hear a screech that isn't Lycar's erupt from her body. Mm. Anything else, Bree? Yeah. Oh, wait, she's... Sorry, um, Bree's gonna say to Velvet, she's gonna say, I, I think she's really weak now. Yeah, but we don't want to kill her. No, so but Vel- is there... Do you have something, like, minor you could do to try to hit her? Could you punch we'll her or something? We'll fucking see. We'll have to see. And I'm, now I'm going to use Counter Charm. So as an action, you can start in a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Does that fall under procession, Avery? Yes, charmed, it would. Yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. So Velvet, he's like, don't worry. I have a spell that's going to work. A great fucking tune. And you just hear like, his leer. And he takes like a sidestep so he gets under some of the light from the paddle so he can find his light. <laughs> and uh, beautiful lights uh, shining off of the gauntlet itself uh, shine on your face from below. <laughs> as, oh as yeah, that's cool. There. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Check out that low light. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start playing like this, like sexy tango, and it's gonna be like, resist the demon, don't give in. Your soul is yours and not the demons. As I'm kind of like twirling around, moving my hips a lot, doing this tango song, mm-hmm. trying to help out Lakara as best as I can. So you give her advantage. She rolled twice. The first one was a 14 and the second one was a fucking crit, which is so so this counter charm fucking works. The music moves her. She feels uh, aroused and pleasant feelings and the demon bursts out of her mouth and her eyes and is back in her smoky form, but uh, stays under that balcony uh, out of the sunlight. And like says, you're going down, you fucking bitch. Now, after Velvet is going to be Solkatesh. Now that... Oh, fuck. Oh, oh no. Um, fuck it. She's pissed. She's, she's going to run out into the sun, and she's going to conjure two more friends as she points on the balcony on either side of you, Velvet and Bree, and two more dwarves out of these shadows in the ground uh, morph and evolve and are standing on either side of you. Oh, that's gonna be Velvet says audibly. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> that's gonna be her turn. Now the possessed dwarf. I'm gonna because of the brothers, the father's promise thing. I'm gonna have him roll once to see if he can <laughs> shake it off. <laughs> nope. Okay. So the brother oh, brings no! up his sword and stabs no! it through the stomach of the uh, okay brother, and he screams and blood spurts out, and he gives his last breath, and he says, "You broke the promise." <gasps> and that's those are his last dying words and he dies oh, oh wow no. the dwarf oh pulls out God. his short sword and turns his attention toward you two on the balcony and he takes the rest of his movement to make his way up that was that was uh, a <laughs> what happened uh, what's the promise <laughs> <laughs> Bree and Velvet, you each get a swing at you. Uh, one long sword goes to swing at you, Velvet, and entirely misses. Bree, uh, 21 will hit, so you get slashed mm-hmm. for six slashing damage. The third dwarf picks out, uh, sheaths his sword and pulls out his longbow and goes to shoot you, Bree. And does a 16 hit? 
Um, that is my AC, so yeah. Is that including the plus one from Lakara? Oh wait, so? no, sorry, it's not. That's 17 then. Oh. Okay, there you go. So it's like this magical energy deflects the arrow as it's almost about to hit you in the side, in the side of your chest, and you know Lakara helped you out there. So back outside. Darian is overwhelmed by possessed dwarves right now. Geary, you're still running after that frog that's jumping. You are up. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to try to grab it again. Uh, is it just a sleight of hand? Yes, roll some sleight of hand. Oh, it rolled oh. bad. I rolled 16. Okay, it rolled a 10. So as you're <gasps> running, you dive between the two legs, uh, the legs of these two dwarves, and you just manage to swipe it in your hands. All right. I'm going to put it in a pouch, which I have, and I'm going to tie up the pouch and put it on my belt. Okay, you have the dragon in a pouch as a frog on your belt. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, is there, uh, what do I see? Do I notice that, like, everyone around me is, like, dying, right? Basically. Uh, so... So there's a battle going on. There's people falling on both sides. You see Lena running specifically toward the rooftop where uh, where Darian is at. And Sai is currently in the ethereal plane, I believe, aren't you? Yes, I did yeah, go. So, I did. <laughs> yeah. so Sai's nowhere yeah. to be found. Um, it's a pretty even battle right now. Okay, I guess I'll follow Lena. Um, I'll get as far as I can. My climbing speed is equal to my walking speed because I'm a ranger. It's just a ranger thing. Is there any way I can get to her? With the rest of your movement right now, I'll say you, yeah, you meet up with Lena and you guys are standing at the base of this building right now. Okay, perfect. That's that's all I can do, I think. Perfect, okay. So, uh, skipping the dragon, he's still a frog. Sai, you are up. Now, what would you like to do? <laughs> okay, so having heard this whole conversation about how they're having a hard time and Lekar is possessed and everything, um, Sai says to the rest of the group, he says, I know it's difficult here, but I, I, if I can help out, if I can, um, if I can get, uh, Salkatesh, uh, if I could, I could just help destroy her, then that, this, all of this will stop. Can I go? Uh, you, do you have this here? I mean, yeah, as long as the dragon stays a frog, I, I think we're okay, right, Gyriad? All it, all it has to, all it has to do is not be harmed in any way possible. Right. You, you got him, Okay. So, Gary, just protect that frog and protect yourself. I have an idea, and I was going to ask you, because um, I can do, I have a, an ability called Shape shape Changer, so once per game I can do, I can essentially polymorph myself, but it, it's without expending a spell slot, so I'm going to ask you if that's possible to do while still concentrating on the polymorph spell on the frog. Ooh. Yeah, if it's a, if it's like a class thing, it's not just a spell you're casting, it's like, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to um, transform myself into a giant eagle. Oh, that's badass. Oh my god. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna <laughs> you guys down. and your magic are so badass. <laughs> that's awesome. And, um, and I, okay, so the speed is 10 feet flight. Uh, oh, uh, my flying speed is 80 feet. So I don't know how quickly I'd be able Ooh. to get back up to the castle. Uh, pretty freaking fast. So I'll right. say, uh, when we switch to the other people, uh, the other group okay. up in the castle, we'll say, uh, by the end of the second round, you'll be up there. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Hmm. Holy smokes. Damn. <laughs> That's sick. All right. Then Lena, you're standing at the bottom. What would you like to do? Yeah. I mean, can I reach Darian and, and get uh, to some of the people? Definitely. Yeah. You, you can Sweet. definitely use your movement to climb up. No problem. 
Yeah, yeah. So she she climbs up and she's she's pretty pissed, like seeing the image of Daria in there with like surrounded by people. I think she she kind of flashed back to her being bullied before she met Rack, and she feels protective of Daria. And so she she doesn't even try to knock them out. She just like goes in with like a war cry and just slashes at two of them. So a twenty-two and a twenty-four to hit. Yes, those will both definitely hit. Um, and twenty-one and twenty-five damage. Okay, yeah, that are you trying to kill them or just to uh, uh, she is like she's just pissed and just feels like <laughs> anger from like all of this and seeing okay. Daria just wasting yeah. She just kills them. Yeah, that's enough to slash them to bits, both of these people, and uh you hear Darian say, Oh thank god you're here. This was getting really scary up here. No worries, Darian, we got your back. We're we're here to help. You're doing a good job, buddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he's like poking at them with his dagger. He's like, ah, ah, ah. as Rami is actually doing most of the maneuvering and the work here, ramming people with its horns. And he's just kind of picking up the scraps from Rami. She just kind of half smiles at that. All right, Giriad, you are up. What would you like to do? There's not much to do. I, I want to secure this frog somehow. Like, I, But I feel like it's safe on me. So like, okay. You know, honestly, I'm actually gonna say I'm f- I feel lost on what what I should do. Like I, yeah. there's a, there's there's a lot going on, but like at the same time, like we secured the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, so like, thanks, thanks to Kim. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Should've done that first, but I mean, not a bad idea, but you know, yeah. Hmm. Should we like go help the others? I, don't I know. guess so. I'm gonna shrug to Lena and be like, yeah, <laughs> help you. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? I can't believe I didn't think of this. I just realized my fiance. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Where is she? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? She is. Isn't she not fighting Solkatesh? No. No, she's with you guys. Uh, she yeah, she slid down on the shield. Oh right. So, she, so she's just fighting somewhere, I guess, right? Okay. Can I see her, Avery? Yeah, you take a look around and you see that she is in a fray with quite a few of the possessed dwarves as well, kind of in a Darian situation of her own accord. And she's a much fiercer fighter than Darian is, so she's not showing the fact that she's actually quite injured. Mm. Okay. I guess I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot some of my targets. How about that? Yeah, let's like do it. A, like a, for them. Uh, let's see here. Twenty-five. No sharpshooter. Okay. Twenty-one. All right. Roll some damage for both. So that's 16 altogether. I rolled like poop. 16? Okay, that's enough for one. You shoot one, and is your intent to kill or just to uh, knock unconscious? Knock unconscious. I, I get down, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> get down on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. So you lodge an arrow on the one guy, and he collapses to the ground, and smoke spurts out of the arrow wound, and then it turns to blood, and he's grimacing as he's holding his side. So let's skip back to the other group for a moment here. Bree and Velvet. Mm-hmm. Currently, you have three dwarves on the balcony uh, surrounding you, and you have Sulkatesh in her smoky form on the ground. Now, you guys notice that as she just after she finished conjuring those dwarves, she collapses to one smoky knee, and it's almost like she's having a hard time breathing in the sunlight. She seems to be weakened right now. Bree's going to hold on to her necklace, and she's going to start praying, and she's going to use... Um, divine intervention. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what would you like to ask for? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, what this is, is, um, yeah, it, you implore your deity's aid, um, describe the assistance you seek, and roll a percentile dice. 
If you roll a number equal to or lower than your cleric level, your deity intervenes. Um, the DM chooses the nature of the intervention. Hmm. All right. Um, so she's going to call a Mistra to intervene and help them and Sulkatash and the, the possessed beings that she brought. And so I rolled a percentile dice and I had to get 11 or under and I actually got a nine. What? Are you yeah. kidding me? Whoa. Are you kidding? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! The yeah, odds! I know. Oh my god! Holy shit! <laughs> well, fuck, okay. So, you take a moment to close your eyes, and you become incredibly still, and the room goes quiet as you focus all your energy on contacting Mistra, and you finally break through to her, your words, you ask for her aid, and you feel her warmth begin to radiate from the monstrance that uh, that you're standing next to and it grows brighter and brighter with this energy until it's almost blinding and you can hear the energy building in the room and then in a moment of silence the room gets blasted with radiant energy that blasts out of this monstrance and blasts the smoke out of the dwarves like their eyelids are pulled back by the amount of energy being thrown at them and the smoke is pulled out of their essences all three of them at once and Sulkatesh on the ground gets blasted so hard by this divine radiant energy that she's forced she's crawling back toward Mortis's body, like wind is sweeping her away, trying to reach for it, and then whoosh, her physical, her f smoky figure gets washed away by radiant energy, and Solkadesh isn't even there anymore in her smoky form. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> what would you, all of you like to do next? A any of you? Velvet, Bree, like, like <laughs> combat's over. <laughs> yeah, Velvet's gonna dash over to the glove and rip it off. Yeah, and it's a little stuck. Like, Hara joins you. Bree, you join in as mm -hmm. well. The three yeah. of you pull as hard as you can on this gauntlet, and it finally gets pulled off of the king's hand. Now, it's a little yes. anticlimactic for you guys in this room, because nothing happens. The dwarves are looking around confused. The king, um, the black smokiness of his eyes, his eyes close, and he turns back into a restful state. But on the outside, everybody in the battle, you guys, the, 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 there's a breath that is suddenly had in the battle as all the possessed dwarves stop mid-swing, mid-stab, mid-run, and smoke explodes out of all their bodies through their eyes, their ears, their mouths, very quickly rising into the air, fast creating this cloud of smoke of Sulkatesh's influence. And that cloud gets dispersed, explodes above you and disperses throughout the air until you can't see it anymore. All the dwarves that were possessed fall to the ground. The battle stops for a moment. And within your pocket, Gyriad, explodes the remains of a of a red dragon, an ancient red dragon, as it returns to its normal form and lands next to you. And you and you watch Gyriad as the glowing red kyber shard in its forehead slowly loses its glow and just returns back to its normal state as you've seen all the other kyber shards and the dragon is no longer animated. I grab the kyber shard. It takes a bit of a tug, but you pop it out of its place in the metal plate. I, I look at it and like give a little like a gander at it a little bit. 
and just kind of like hand it to Lena and then go to my fiance. What? Wow. My God. Deirdre covered in scars and blood, dragging her weapons behind her, makes a beeline for you walking, Gyriad, and she just stops two feet in front of you, breathing heavily and sweating profusely from the battle. And she just looks at you. What do you want to do? You look nice. <laughs> I love it. That was very brave. Thank you. And then she immediately launches in and gives you a huge kiss on the lips <laughs> and embraces <Aww>. you. <laughs> Lena, you just got tossed a Kyber shard. What do you want to do? Darian's looking oh around. He's God. like, we, God. I did it. I did it. Yeah, baby. Good job, everyone. And he's ecstatic. And people are actually praising him uh, for see- his leadership. They're like cheering for him on this rooftop. I feel I feel like Lena's holding the kyber shard and she she doesn't take her eyes off of it, but she's like, yeah, good job, Darian, you did really, really good. And she's just like staring at it. And then she 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 kind of just mutters. She's like, what do I do to rack? Am, have I seen this, by the way? Aren't you going to see us, Kim? Yeah, you were going to turn into the eagle so... and I was heading up to the castle. <laughs> Kim, you're halfway in the air. You uh, you hear, you see a radiant explosion from the castle and then you see a smoky explosion from the battle below. Which direction <laughs> would you like to fly? I would like to fly. I, and I, and I see Gyriad give Lena the, the shard. With your eagle eyes? Yes. Absolutely. So mm. I, <laughs> I double back and... As she's holding the shard, I go right for it with my talons. <laughs> okay. Um, nice. Yeah, what do I do for this? Let's um, have you roll a sleight of hand. And then, oh, Lena, okay. I'll have and, you roll... Sorry, go ahead. And do I do it as the eagle? You know what? I'll let you choose. Whichever stat is higher. Oh, um, <laughs> what, okay. Whichever you'd like. Hand? Um, that's dex, right? Sorry, what okay. am I rolling against it, Avery? Uh, roll, 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 de- de- dexterity. Strength? Let's roll some dexterity. Nope. Dex? Okay. Yeah, no. uh, yeah my, the sleight of hand is dex, so I'm rolling, I'm rolling the giant eagle. Giant oh eagle my god. <gasps> yes. <laughs> What'd you roll? I, I got a, I got a one. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't catch a break, apparently. <laughs> so, Lena, you're standing there holding the shard. You hear, you feel Rack Tilkesh getting excited in your brain, and he's about to speak to you, but then all of a sudden this giant eagle swoops down and steals it out of your hands. Oh my and God. You feel Rack get agitated, but he's not pissed. He's just agitated. That's his response. Of course. She just mutters to herself, and then I feel like she just takes a deep breath and, and goes up and just pats Darian in the back and says, hey, good job. You too, you you were, I was watching you the, the whole, well, not the whole time, but you were like, you were really awesome down there. And the, the way you like yell, I heard you when you were up on that uh, wooden really? platform. Yeah. Wow. But that's, uh... I don't know. Well, it's probably, the, actually, it's probably the earring. <laughs> but uh, I heard you and, and what you said was really something. Are you something you mean bad? I'm I'm not a good speaker. I get it, Darian. It's fine. No, you're probably no, much was, better than I am. No, it was you moved me. Really? Are you sh- me? Yeah. That's uh huh. Well, thanks, Darian. And Darian goes to stroke your hair to like put it behind <laughs> your ear, but then it's a patch where your hair fell out from previous uh, <laughs> oh, Rakhtal Kesh moments. No. 
and he just ends up like caressing the side of your scalp <laughs> and, he's, and he's just kind of says oh uh, so sorry I'm, 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 uh, she like freezes when he touches her and she doesn't really move I, and it's just like yeah uh, I'm I've I've um there's no hair there <clears throat> no sorry it's what they do in books I thought I don't I don't know stupid that's uh, um, yep um um uh, and right at that moment of you guys just saying, uh, we're going to switch to the people in the, in the castle, uh, in that room there. So you guys, um, the dwarves are thanking you for what you did. And the king finally wakes up and he looks like shit. Uh, he's been possessed the longest and had the most done to him. And he's just looking around and, and he immediately sees Lycara and he says, Lycara, what the hell did you do to me? It wasn't me, I swear. It wasn't the artifact that I made. It was... I didn't know that the Kyber Shards would do that. I didn't know that the Demon Overlords would be able to make that connection with you. I... This is all my fault. I'm so sorry. But these two... And um, she points to Bree and Velvet. These two saved the day. They're the reason that everything's okay again. We've saved a few kings, so... <laughs> no big deal. And the king rubs his eyes and he looks at you, Velvet, and he says, Velvet Smooth Corns? Oh, I knew <laughs> yes. you knew me, right? We were talking and you were the one. Yeah, yeah. What, what, and he, he's like, I loved uh, some, uh, there's someone in my bungalow. That is my favorite song. That's amazing. It's the queen of my bungalow, but you know what, Your Majesty? Who's counting? Something right? in my you know what? That's fine. Yes, something in your bungalow. I love that song too. You know, I remember. Was was it you that we were doing like drink for drink with the goblets, and then and then the armadillo came in? Remember? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, it yes. was you. I, yes, and, and then you we you used it as a footstool, and it was always oh, so funny. Yes. Oh, and he's good, actually good like laughing his ass off, and like. Car just gives you a weird look, Bree. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he—he's a huge fan of you, Velvet. You know what, Your Majesty? I—we just had a great old time here, exercising you and your whole kingdom. This is this was great. Um, we are—you uh, know—you uh, could thank us in many ways, but I was wondering. Um, what are you doing with that glove? Do you mind if I maybe look it over and, uh, you know, make sure it doesn't have any evil? You know, that's right. That's my specialty, banishing evil. <laughs> he says while, like, looking at Bree, like, she she did all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bree's gonna look like, what the hell? <laughs> he looks to Lycar and gives her a dirty look, and he just says, of course, I trust you more than anybody here. Oh, and he hands you the gauntlet, this... No. Di oh diamond God. golden uh, gem oh imbued gauntlet wow oh wow. yay the velvet like does a deep bow and says your majesty thank you and if if i might say when the night was darkest and i know it's not night just more, more, more of a theoretical thing you know us artists and our metaphors but uh lake horror really came in handy sir and i it would be a shame if you punished her too much. You have a, a loyal subject here. And, uh, well, I I believe in second chances, as you can tell from my song, second, third, and fourth chances, but you're not getting no fifth, no fifth, no fifth, remember? And I played it in the fifth chord. It was right, right? I, 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 I cried. I don't know if you cried, but I, I know I did. I cried, I laughed, I, I felt something. 
Thank you for your services, Bree. Without you, this kingdom would have surely fallen to the to the grasps of evil. You're, you're very welcome, uh, your majesty. We, we all did our part. You two are quite the power couple. Uh, well, no, we're, we're not. I mean, we, we could. I mean, we're, uh, we did, but not, it, it's, it's a monogamy thing. Bree's just shaking know. her head. No, no, in, in the battle sense, you two are a powerful couple on the battlefield. Did you? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, Velvet's like really pink right now. He's, he's, he's blushing a lot and just kind of like looking at Bree and, and he, he like drops the glove for a second. Oh, okay. Pick, picks it back up. Uh, it's it's a pretty big glove, right, Avery? Like for for a gnome, like I, I yes. assume it's, it's pretty large. Yeah. So he's yeah. holding it with with two hands, um, and he goes. Uh, and your your Majesty, I hope you don't mind if we uh, the Kyber Shard. It's uh, we, there's some pretty bad things on the horizon, and we we do kind of need all of them. At this point, it has only brought destruction to my city. I'll be glad to be rid of it. If you have a true and just purpose, it is yours. Oh, uh, honestly, not only true and just, but it's going to be one fucking hell of a song cycle after. Let me tell you, we plan on cashing it on royalties. It's going to be quite the show. Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, thanks, Your Majesty. This was a great time. Loved it. Uh, Book us again. This was wonderful. (laughs) I must see the rest of my people to see if they're okay. Please, please do. Uh, Velvet turns around and looks at Bree and like gives her this like really like deep look with his silvery gray eyes and he pulls out his knife and plucks the most vivid deep blue gem on the gauntlet that he can find. Is there one Avery like kind of a deep blue sapphire? Yes, yes there is. Yeah, he he plucks that one out and he goes, "You're not too bad, Bree. I uh Thanks. And he hands her the, the biggest sapphire on the on the gauntlet. Thank, thank you, Velvet. That's really nice of you. And he leans in and gives her a hug. She hugs him back. And she said, um, yeah, I thank you for everything. You've really saved the day there with getting the, the light from the ceiling and uh, jumping down and helping save Lycara. What is your conditioner? Your hair is so soft. <laughs> Please, we have to exchange notes. I would kill for hair like that. I have. Just kidding. <laughs> That's dark. That's too dark. I'm only chaotic neutral. Or chaotic good. That's a bit too much for me. <laughs> oh, um, that, that spell really did a number on you. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. I feel alive. And you know what, Bree? Yeah, maybe um, maybe after all this nonsense is done and we've, you know, destroyed evil for a millennia, he says, like, making air quotes with his fingers. Um, you know, maybe we could uh, grab some of the finest vineyard that this land has to offer, travel the world, read some books, tell some stories. I, uh, I, I think you'd be cool to hang out with. <laughs> she just looks at him and says, Thank you, Velvet. Let's, uh... 
Well, first, let's hope we can save the world. Yes. Now let's find a shower and uh, oh, no, not a shower. Let's find ourselves a bath and a feast. How about? Oh, where are our friends? I I, I, I go on the <laughs> earpiece. I grab my earring and go, "Hello, everyone. What? No big deal. Bree and I just saved the day. I'm sure you could tell." Oh, congratulations! So. Sai, in the meantime, has, um, he, I just rolled and I was able to go in the ethereal plane and I took the kyber shard and put it in my little secret chest. So all right, all, no problem. It is safe in the ethereal plane. Yeah, and I convey that to everybody and uh, I say, well, oh, good work here. I'm hungry. So let's say, uh, for simplicity's sake, you guys all meet up in that market square. The king comes down, he's checking in with his people. The group is now all back together. Uh, if you want to make a plan on what you'd like to do next. I got the gauntlet! He shows them. Oh. I know, right? I'm thinking Very about hanging nice. it up in my hut. This would be a really nice centerpiece. Oh, I like that. Maybe maybe over the fountain? I was thinking the same thing. Oh, see? Great right? minds think alike. I was thinking of giving my statue the gauntlet. Oh, I know. I know. They said, don't also be an interior decorator, Velvet. You'd be too good. And here I am. Too good. I knew it. Uh, so how did everything go with you? Is the dragon cool? Well, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, um, we, but, but we turned it into a frog. Yeah, a frog. So I turned it into a frog. It's frog. in periods. <laughs> oh. Cool. Well, it, it's now, it's now exploded right 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 oh my god yeah, why didn't i get a there bone right now oh, no. is it still there why didn't I get yes a it's bone? still laying in the middle of the market it is still oh my there. god i was too distracted by darian um <laughs> lena like turns she's like actually um and then she just leaves and runs and grabs. she wants to grab like a tooth or something yeah <laughs> yeah tooth claw nail uh what, what would you oh like oh my god oh my god i'm Sky's so excited Take the tendon, the, take the like, spleen. vulnerable part. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to take that. Fire dragon. Yeah, I'll take the, the tendon and, like, a tooth or something. There you go. All right, right on. Okay, cool. I need a new paper for all well, these things. Okay. Oh, I have worked up an appetite. Uh, and and Sai kind of leans over to um, the closest dwarf, and, and he says, So what do you got here to eat and drink? Meat and mutton. Oh, my favorite M&M combination. <laughs> All right. Uh, where to? Lead, lead the way. Is, is, is Garriott's wife there with us? Yeah. Yes, she is. Oh, okay. Velvet's going to clock her for the first time because he hasn't seen her when she's not in demon form, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. And he runs up to her as a sweeping bow and says, Madam, may I introduce myself as your husband's best friend, Velvet Smoothcorns. Nice to meet you. And he, like, extends um, his hand to, like, grab hers. It is an honor to meet you. You, I must say, your grace and strength and stoicness are beyond what Geary had ever said. And your performing abilities are unlike the witch I've ever seen. Oh, the you best were there. I've ever seen. Oh, we all were. Oh, and everyone was there. What all a the great dwarves time. in the area are looking at you, Velvet, with like starstruck <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Lena, oh. Lena rolls her eyes at Brie quickly. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Gather around, everyone. And uh, oh, it seems that Sai found the mead and the mutton, I hear. Um, why don't I tell you a new song that I just wrote called. The beauty 
Ooh, called The Beautiful Radiant Hobbit. Lena goes to Brian, she's like, do you want to go for a walk? This is going to take a while. <laughs> Otherwise known as the Halfling of Radiance. And I, like, look at uh, Brie from across the thing and, like, <gasps> give her a wink. Oh Lena God. raises her eyebrows. <laughs> Brie's face just goes, like, beet red. Okay, maybe maybe, maybe you want to stay then, Lena says to Brie with, like, a half smile. <laughs> Brie just, like, mutters to Lena. She's like, I have no idea what's going on today. There once was a halfling. <laughs> who with her goddess met a gnome singer for she wouldn't settle for less <laughs> and yeah! begins an epic song about this whole battle that just happened oh sweet oh. many dwarfs sit down to hear your bardic tale of what just transpired partly because half of them don't remember and they're very yeah, easy yeah. to hear <laughs> <laughs> Um, the king uh, has a conversation with you guys, extends an invitation for you to spend the night, do whatever you want to do uh, in the in the town, in the city. You are more than welcome to rest a while, if you wish. Um, with that being said, uh, it's getting closer to evening. Night is slowly setting in. Is there anything people would like to do? I was going to say, Lena just, I think, um, finds Sai at some point and just taps him on the shoulder. I don't know where he is, if he's like still enjoying the music or oh. the meat or whatever. Uh, lots of media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's say uh, later in the night, it's nighttime. For, when this conversation happens, you see uh, Sai has finally won over the hearts of all these dwarves. They had a rough start, but they're eagerly listening to his stories of becoming the Worm King and enjoying a drink with him uh, in a tavern. And there's lively music being played, Lena. Lena, Lena just walks over and taps him on the shoulder. Oh, oh, Lena. Lena, good Hi. to see you. Here, pull up, have a, have a glass of mead. Um, mead, no. We know what no. happened the first time I had mead around you guys. Um, oh, but I right, will take yes. a seat. And she <laughs> sits right. down. Oh, yeah. She goes, I, I won't be long. I won't interrupt. I just... What happened, Sai? I had this shard and you just took it out of my hands. Do you not trust me too now? Oh. A, bunch of, oh, a bunch of dwarves go, ooh. They're, they're, they're already drunk, so they're just kind of playing, uh, feeding the fire. Right, yeah. And and Sai's kind of thrown aback, you know, taken aback because, uh, you know, he's a little tipsy right now. But so yeah. for a moment, he, you know, you could tell that he's trying to, like, make up something. And then he'll say, he says, um, no, 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 no. I mean, as you know, I have the trunk and the ethereal plane and I, I, yeah, you can't access it. So I thought, hey, I'll just help myself and, uh, take it off to the, to the, hmm. to the, the chest. Well, I, I, that's all right, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I guess I just. Yeah, so you know, it's just being I... helpful. <laughs> Save you some time. I don't know. I guess maybe Velvet's distrust of me is kind of rubbing off and I just feel like everybody thinks that about me but oh no it's fine no. it's cool I just um good to know where people stand when it comes to rack I guess oh oh no Lena clocks that and just nods and, and stands up and says, well, I won't um, interrupt your your drinking. It's 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 fine. And she turns around and she stops and she just turns back to him slowly and and just really awkwardly just goes, hey, what is what does it mean when someone 
touches her hair. <laughs> uh, like, just like this, and he kind of just takes a finger and kind of pokes her hair. Um, like that? No, more like, and she like goes to demonstrate on him, and then just kind of gets awkward, and then just goes yeah, right. when they when they touch him more How much like, hair and does she goes through the. I know. Yeah, go for hair. He's got a good head of hair. It's a, you know oh, it's receding good, good. in the front, okay, but uh, okay, okay. you know he's got sort of shoulder length hair. So oh, she's okay, like, okay. She's like yeah. more when they when they do it like she does it on herself, just like like something like that. What is is that? What does that mean? Oh. What, why are you laughing like that? Oh, Stop I that. think you might have an admirer. Who what? is the lucky uh, guy or girl? Um, nothing. It's fine. And then she oh, starts. Oh, she oh, just, oh, she starts oh, to turn. No, I'm gonna go. You're not getting away that fast. Come no, over here. No, Come back. I'm, no, I'm. Hey, look, Samid, and she points in the direction behind side. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so Sai just kind of gives up on it, but he's, he's sort of excited knowing that, uh, there might be a... She just, like, she, like, you see him her walking away, like, pulling her hood down over her face. She <laughs> walks away very quickly. <laughs> and he goes back to drinking his mead. Yeah. Can, can, can Velva do something real quick? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I feel like he, he's already sung and he's, he's, uh, he, he's given over to, to the B-team band. Uh, after his, 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 his <laughs> he's like, "Thank you. I leave you the capable hands of." Sorry, what's uh, what's the what's what's your band name here? Look at all all the dwarves who I assume are kind of coming after him. Who actually, um, Avery, if you'll let me do something, uh huh. Feel free to X-day this. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This is stepping on you too much. But Great like, way to start it off. To, yeah. to follow this wonderful performance, I give you some up-and-comers in the area. They're uh, practicing for regionals. So oh, my God. So use the practice. Oh. I give you the orc <laughs> acapella group. Orcapella. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Orcapella, that good, that good. Hey guys, we are Orcapella now. They didn't even have a name. And they just said, like, yeah, 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 we are Orcapella now. Good, good. And they take the stage, and there is dead silence in the room, and you hear the creaking of the stage wood under their feet as they take their positions. <clears throat> Remember, like we practice, boys. Got it, boss. <clears throat> And noises come out that just, <laughs> you can't roll performance for, you know? They do, It's just kind of an automatic fail here. And they give their performance, and uh, the, the equivalent of um, a cart breaking down on a rocky road with the horses mm. neighing, uh, panicked, as well as the um, scratching of nails on a, on a chalkboard ensues. And they give their four and a half minute performance <gasps> and, and then finish. And then there's silence in the bar. And a lot of the dwarves are, just look angry. <laughs> How do we do, Velvet? Um, I would suggest run. That's probably uh, that's what I do when I when I bomb a performance. So just get out of town. But you know what? You guys keep on practicing. Like I said, more tenors. It's really gonna round out the section there. <laughs> One dwarf, very drunk, stands up and says, "Get him!" And then immediately a bunch no, of dwarfs stand no. up and they start chasing oh, no. the orc and the goblins out of there, or the hobgoblins. Sorry, and uh, they get chased out, and you never see them again. That, that is the last time you ever saw the hobgoblins. Oh and goblins. my god! As the, as as the room clears out, mostly I uh, I um, look at Bree, who's I assume still in the room. Yeah. 
And I hold out my hand and I say, <gasps> oh my could I have this dance? <laughs> um, <laughs> no funny business, I swear. Um, I feel like this is a monster heart session. Okay. Yes. Sure. And I feel like uh, if, if anyone knows their medieval dances, I think it's called the Farandole. It's like a very like proper yeah. aristocratic dance oh, okay. of going yeah. from your flat feet up up to your toes and kind of the, these like it, 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 like basically medieval slow dancing essentially. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that's what he he just like leads Brienne and like he doesn't try any funny business at all. I think he just he just tr tries to dance and uh, d doesn't really say much. He's pretty quiet. And then at the end, he just uh, stops and takes a deep bow and says. Have a wonderful night, Bree. Thank you. you and just you leaves her. It. Yeah, and just turns around and departs. Dudes, this just turned into a monster heart session. <laughs> Real fast. Yeah. Totally digging the brelvet. Totally. Brelvet. Brelvet. Oh he my feels God. connected to her after today. Right. Oh my God, uh. brelvet. And we also have a Larian too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a video game? Like one, Isn't that I guess with like one gentle kiss at the top of her hand. He backs out of the room humming to himself the the same song that he wrote about the the uh, the halfling of radiance. That's great. Oh, oh wow. We follow Lena out into the streets after she leaves. And Lena, uh, you just begin going for a walk uh, throughout the city, which is quite quiet on the outskirts. A lot of the people are gathered at that central area. And you finally have a moment of peace. And it's a moment of peace. You feel the itch grow at the back of your head. Almost like a compass point. And you feel drawn to the great wall that stands on the outskirts of the city. Oh. She she's kind of her mind's distracted, so she just kind of just starts following it. Not she's kind of aware, but also just kind of like distracted as well. And she's just going to where Rack says. Yeah, Rack is kind of guiding you through the city right now and um, as you go for your walk, the closer you get to the wall, the, the more this tickle, this itch at the back of your head grows. And eventually you make it to the wall. And it's even more impressive when you're standing right under its nose. Like this thing is so tall, so impressive looking. And as you're taking it all in with your neck craning up, you hear a voice from behind you. Hey. And you, you turn around and it's Darian. Oh my uh, hi, hi. Hey. What, um, what are you What are you doing here? I'm sorry for following you. I just, I wanted to apologize for what happened earlier. It seemed like I, I made it really awkward, and I, I just wanted to apologize to you. Oh, um, that, that's okay, Darian. I make things awkward all the time. It's, it's really, it's um, it's fine. It, it, it it's, it's cool. I'm. I usually have more hair than this too. I just have to preface that. Uh, no, no, mm. of course I, I wasn't even gonna ask. It's all good to each their own, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, um, she kind of like looks back at the wall, kind of wondering why Rack sent her here and then looks back to Darian. You look really beautiful in the moonlight. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Darian. Um, you, you, you impressed me today. I'm, I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for treating you the way that I did when we first met and pushing you into that room and closing the door behind you. It was, um, 
it wasn't right. I was bullied a lot as a kid, so I I feel bad. I'm I'm sorry about that, Darian. <clears throat> no, it's it's okay. And uh, in hindsight, it's it's nothing compared to getting stabbed in the foot, right? <laughs> and he kind of scratches the back of his neck, thinking of Velvet in the, <laughs> in the ice cave. Um, you you des- you deserve to be treated better, Darian. You do. I'm a coward. I admit it. No. No, 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 no. You're you're not. You you proved yourself today. You um You're not and and I'm sorry if if I ever was part of making you feel that way. Um does he know Avery about like he's big we've kind of forgotten he's here sometimes, but does he know about like Rack? Like has he seen some of the stuff that's happened? I don't think he does. No. I think I mean... it went it goes straight over his head all the time. <laughs> then she t- she- oh my God. <laughs> He's either not there when you turn into him or just isn't really listening, you know? <laughs> He's just she- kind of there. She just kind of, she, um, she, uh, she, she, she kind of waits for a second and says, I, I was, I, I was a, I was a cowardly kid. I was awkward and clumsy and, um, always finished the races last. I was, like I said, I was bullied a lot, but, um, things can change. Things can happen, and you can become braver than you think you are, if that makes sense. No, it does. I, my whole life, I've just rolled over for people. Even when I was a kid, I, I relate. I, I was always the runt of the litter, you know? And I think I let myself carry that with me throughout life, actually. Whereas you, you turned into this badass fighter who doesn't take <laughs> nothing from anybody. <laughs> but me, I think... I wanted to thank you because this is the first time traveling with your group that I feel like I have a sense of identity that I own. That's my, that's my own, you know? And, and after today, I, it just feels good to do something right and to do something because I wanted to, not because I feel like I should for others. That kind of makes Lena a little sad. And she goes, um, hold on to that, Darian. You're, you're lucky to have that. Don't don't let anybody take that away from you. The itch at the back of your head after you say that uh, grows more intense. Mm. She kind of scratches it and um, she kind of looks back to the wall and she's kind of confused. Is Rack still wanting her to go further? The more you stand there, the more the itch is just growing in the back of your head. And Darian kind of walks to the side about 15 feet away from you looking at the wall and he says... Impressive, huh? <laughs> Nothing can get through this baby. Yeah, yeah, do you... The itch grows even more intense, almost to the point where it hurts. Uh, she kind of turns She turns away from Darian and just whispers, I don't know what you want. <gasps> and as you hear that, all of a sudden, Darian asks, Hey, what's wrong? Uh... The wall that he's oh, standing no. next to <gasps> blasts no. through this huge no. blast, this oh, huge explosion no. oh, and rubble no. flies from the wall and smoke envelops Darian and the wall <gasps> crashes down on where he used to stand a mere 15 feet away from oh. you. Oh. oh no. As the smoke settles, <sighs> you see the Lords of Dust standing on the other side of this 50 foot thick wall, but they're shadowed and you look up this gargantuan figure, red skinned with these giant black horns and these 
big red eyes holding this giant club. And that is where we'll end tonight's session. Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective. Grow with us.